I am very grateful to Celeste, who took the time for an Orange Sox interview about her son Tyson, who has Fragile X Syndrome. I learned from Celeste that the gene wasn't discovered until 1989 and that a third of the people on the autism spectrum have Fragile X Syndrome. Tyson is the youngest of three children and is now 21. I am so happy Celeste was willing to share her experiences over the last 21 years. Celeste, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me for an Orange Sox interview about your son Tyson who has Fragile X syndrome, right? Mm -hmm. That is correct. Is it called Fragile X syndrome or just Fragile X? Fragile X syndrome. Fragile X syndrome. So when did you find out that uh, Tyson had that syndrome? I found out during the pregnancy. Oh, okay. About how far along were you? I found out that he had Fragile X, it was at 25 weeks, but I had taken an amniocentesis at 15 weeks, so we had 10 weeks of waiting for the results. Whoa. Yeah. I think they're a little faster now, because he's 21, did you say? He'll be 21. 21. Yep. The problem why it took so long is because I'm not sure if they've come up with a different way, but at the time, taking the amniotic fluid, they had to grow the cells to a certain point. And for some reason, they had to start over with his, so it took a little bit longer to get to the point where they could analyze the DNA. But if I had waited, which I did have the option of waiting till he was born and then doing cord blood, it would have taken about a week. Oh, so. okay. What advice did your attending physicians or uh, the different doctors that worked with you, what, what advice did they give you at that time? Well, at that time, I went to primary to have the amnio done, and they were just basically doing the procedure. But I had been in contact with a doctor that was in Denver at the time named Dr. Hagerman, who is one of the world-renowned specialists with Fragile X Syndrome, and her genetic counselor. Um, her name was Louise. They are the ones that kind of saw me through the whole thing. And what they told me was that if the child was a male, then there would be a chance he would either be affected or not affected. And so they really clearly laid out a lot of the symptoms. And it's kind of like anything, there's a range of symptoms, but they pretty much laid it out for me and tried to prepare me as much as possible. In fact, he did have Fragile X Syndrome. So when I went for the amnio at 15 weeks, they weren't sure if they would be able to determine the gender. They were basically just gonna pull the fluid. And we found out during that ultrasound, during the amniocentesis, he was a boy. There was no mistake. There was like, they didn't know if they'd be able to tell, but we knew he was a boy. Mentally, knowing he was a boy, I knew it would either be, you know, an affected male or, or a non-affected male. So that was pretty, overwhelming, you know, but with the help of these specialists that were in Denver at the time, it did help me to understand what I may be facing and me and my husband may be facing. Sure. So, Celeste, did, they, did anybody at that time counsel you to abort the pregnancy? I don't know if they counseled me to, but they let me know that that was an option. Okay. I went in knowing when I became pregnant, because I knew that I was a carrier for Fragile X, found out after my second child that I was a carrier, that either way I would keep the pregnancy. But I was asked and said that that was an option. Okay. So 
tell me what has been the hard part? What have been the struggles? He's almost 21 years old. You've had 21 years of life with Tyson and with Fragile X Syndrome. What's been the hard parts for you? The hard parts would be being able to maintain a normal life with a child that has a condition that he may get anxious or overwhelmed in different situations and learning how to adapt to his needs during that time, during any of those times. And then once we've learned to adapt, that's gotten easier. We know where, well, that's not gonna work. You know, it's too overwhelming or figure out what we do to help him be comfortable in a public situation. Another hard part would probably be toilet training. He's still not toilet trained. And so it's just something you're kind of used to. So with his Fragile X, he would have an intellectual disability? Yes. He can understand a lot of things and he's very smart. But I don't know, the toilet training, I think that we're getting closer to it, you know, starting. And plus, with Tyson, life with him is still kind of having a toddler almost. You can't leave him alone. He gets into things like a toddler would, or with Tyson, he'll wake up in the middle of the night and say, take something out of the fridge that you may be saving and eat it, stuff like that. Those are kind of some of the challenges, I would say, on a day-to-day basis. One of the things that being Tyson's mom has taught me is to deal with negative people that don't understand children with special needs and go after them in a hurtful way. And it's caused me to be a fighter for him and be his voice where he didn't have a voice and to stand up for him and be his advocate. And it's made me know that I had something in me that I didn't know I had because I've been able to be his advocate and stand up for him in situations that he needed me to. Great. Awesome. Does he have any medical issues that have caused concern? Luckily, he is super healthy. Never a seizure other than the normal colds and flu. He's been very healthy. Easier question. What have been the joys? The joys have been a lot. He is very caring and loving to us. He's so genuine, just a very genuine child. He is always worried about different things in the house and where siblings are or where, you know, one of his parents are and asks questions like that. And just the overall joy of that he is so genuine and loving and sees the world very simply. His needs are very simple for his happiness, you know. What um, impact has he made on your family? He has uh, two older siblings, Mm -hmm. as well as uh, your extended family. The impact has been, you know, we always have to consider when we go somewhere on a trip or go anywhere, what Tyson's needs are. And I think for his siblings, they've just learned to adapt to that and they're used to it, you know. We can't just pick up and go like to say an amusement park, you know what I mean? He has a hard time with that kind of stimulus and stuff like that. But really what we have tried to do thinking about this is that we have tried to certainly adapt to Tyson's needs, but also 
just have him adapt to our lifestyle and what we like to do. For example, my son played baseball and he learned to love to sit and watch baseball games. You know, he really did like it. And he learned to love camping because we go camping a lot. He's really good when we go out to eat. You know, he does really well there. So we've tried to just like incorporate him just in our daily life because I felt like early on that it was important that we be able to have a life, but listen to his needs too. And so just, you know, based off of our lifestyle, try to, you know, let him know and adapt to us sure. too. And I think that my two older kids have done a remarkable job in understanding that. If I were to come to you just having received a, a diagnosis in utero at 25 mm -hmm. weeks, by golly, I've got a kid with fragile X syndrome, what advice would you give me? The advice that I would give that person is to certainly mourn the fact that you're gonna have a child that's not normal in the world, so to speak, and mourn that. And to me, that's not a bad thing. Go through that grieving process. And then once you've been able to go through that grieving process, then embrace it and accept it and read about it and talk to other families and always ask questions and just try to look at it as a wonderful thing instead of something that's negative. That's what I would tell someone who is expecting and to know that every child is different and that they're just gonna have to take a day at a time and just really learn their child and what makes their child unique with that syndrome while also being able to, you know, talk to others and stuff in that situation. I had the experience of having an older brother who was diagnosed with Fragile X in his late 30s. I knew that I loved him for him. We didn't know what his diagnosis was when he was younger. We thought maybe he had brain trauma at birth or something. But I realized that they're people and they're individuals and you just have to learn to accept that individual for who that individual is. And once you do that, it's okay, you know? And you just know that it's a different challenge. It's not the challenge you were expecting if you're gonna have a baby, but it's just a different challenge and it doesn't mean it's bad. It's just different. And that's how what got me through it. The pregnancy and the leading up to his birth is knowing that whatever lay ahead, it was gonna be born and it was gonna be okay. We'll we'll deal with it as we go. Any last words? It's been a wonderful gift and challenge at the same time and we still go through that challenge, but I really wouldn't change it for anything. He's a wonderful boy. Wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome.